Whether it's talk about the state of hockey. Just conversing about the world of professional wrestling. Oh my god! Trip, you know what? You just made the list! Oh no! Oh, here we go. Or other pop culture phenomenon. Rob and Dave give you, the listener, their uncensored opinions on the High Sticks and Super Kicks Podcast. The first period starts right now. Yeehaw! My wife asked how I knew the words to this song. Well, <laughs> and I can tell you the High Sticks and Super Kicks podcast. Hello, everyone. <laughs> now has this song <laughs> implant second period. <laughs> ingrained in your brains welcome last game of the playoffs too oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so what did we just turn the music off we can do this ad hoc welcome to episode 48 high sticks and super kicks podcast acapella style acapella you know when the last actually the last time i heard acapella rockapella from carmen San Diego. exactly thank you which i also know the words oh jesus <laughs> right, we're not going to get into it <laughs> We have a lot to go over. It's been a few weeks. But guess what? Happy hockey season. It's Christmas in October. It's true. The puck has dropped. It is. And awesome. And not just hockey. Wrestling. An awesome time for wrestling right now. The season premiere of Raw, SmackDown on Fox, AEW Dynamite debuted last night, NXT on the USA Network debuted last night, and I saw the ratings for it. AE, and not to ruin it, AEW kicked its ass, yep. doubled the numbers. Still not a one point whatever. They still double the numbers. It was a one point something. Remember when like Nitro and, and fucking Raw were pulling in like sixes? Yeah. And now it's like, hey, they had a good showing. Look, they had almost a two. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, those are the best ratings that TNT has had in a very very long time. No, I I would bet they're okay with like basketball. Probably. Probably anything but basketball, their ratings. Like, how many times can you watch fucking Law and Order? <laughs> oh, seriously? Just put it on the TV. I'll watch it all day long. Just as background noise. Anyway, <laughs> let's get into some, some hockey, some wrestling, because we've got a lot of stuff to go over. Yes, we do. Um, it's true. Hey, Devil's Home Opener tomorrow night. Where are you going to be? On my couch. Where am I, I going to be? A couple seats over from where I used to be. <laughs> <laughs> on the other side of Jay. Hi, Jay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't go to fucking preseason game. That <laughs> far. Oh. <laughs> All right. I did get to listen to the Devils Rangers preseason game. <laughs> I tried to watch. What was the last one? I think what was the one before Columbus. No, the Ranger game, right? That was on MSG, whatever. Yes. Columbus, or one of the things they were streaming. Oh, go to NJD.TV and you can watch it stream. It's going to be the Boston feed or Buffalo, whatever it was. Yeah. No. 
didn't work. <laughs> Seriously, if they didn't have like a 30-year contract with MSG, they should just go somewhere else and be their own I said station. that they should they should have when they had the chance mm-hmm. gone to channel 9 to be part of like uh the Yes Network or No, no, no at channel, that time it was the Mets one. Pit, the Mets channel. Mets channel WOR. Or even go to News 12. Everybody has News 12. It's New Jersey's team. You want to go with your little thing? Go with New Jersey's team. And then it would be full circle because when I was a kid, Sports Channel was Channel 3 and Channel 12. Was it? Yeah. I don't remember. On those old boxes with the click, click, click (laughs) with the cord. Yes. So this was all written uh, pre, like right during training camp. So because we had a couple of unforeseen delays in our show, uh, we had no invites to camp this year. Sorry, Drew Stafford. Um, Ray seemed, he seemed like he wanted the kids to fight for a position. And now knowing what our lineup is, it's crazy. It's to, true. It's, it's damn true. <laughs> it's crazy to think of. And you know what? Yes, there is mood lighting, and I really like it down here. Anyway. It's cold down here. That's because the windows open all day. Maybe maybe because I came from 97-degree <laughs> fucking heat and humidity. Couldn't, couldn't do a 98-degrees joke. No. No. Okay. Are they from but, Texas? No, I don't know. <laughs> um, so, considering that all we lost last season, all we lost, Brian Boyle and Marcus Johansson. Okay, well, if you think of the fact that we didn't have Hall for the whole season and chunks of Palmieri and chunks of Nico and but players, physical players lost. Yeah, but they—I mean—they didn't even finish the season with us. So if you think about what we had, those last twelve, thirteen games, you know, all we've really done is kind of Gusev takes Mojo's spot. Yeah. And Wayne Simmons takes Boyle's spot. And Wayne Simmons and Taylor Hall gets his spot back, which causes everybody else to kind of... Filter back down to... Filter back into their normal positioning. Um, Who are you most excited to see, other than Jack Hughes, who... Honest to God, I'm not excited. Because there is so much more going on with this team that it now overshadows the fact that he's the number one pick. This is like like a perfect storm. You have P.K. Subban. You have Hall coming back. Side note, because this is just all devil stuff. Um, the newly five-year contract, um, what's his name, um, up there in Canada. Oh, God, I can't remember the stupid guy's name. Mitchie? No. Wow. I told you. brain. No, the uh, reporter from TSN. Oh, Bob McKenzie. McKenzie. Uncle Bob. New, new five-year deal. Goes on his uh, TSN podcast, whatever the radio, whatever the thing he was doing. Taylor Hall allows his agent, hey, Ray Shearer, let's talk about contract. Let's 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 talk oh, about yeah, this. Yeah. Let's get this extension. Considering where it's been, great. This is this is great news. So you have you have Hall, one, coming back, two, now there's some talk about saying, I want to stay here, potentially. Potentially. He's, he's gonna get eight times eleven. Fine. And I'd be willing to bet those first six years are all like a million dollar base salary and everything else. And then $10 million. So you have PK, you have Hall coming back. You have the buzz of Gusev. Okay. Um, You, you simply had the buzz of New Jersey. And then only at the end of it is we had the number one pick and his name is Jack Hughes. Yeah. That's how crazy it is as a fan to go. 
yeah, the number one pick, Jack Hughes. That's great. He's he's not even like top five story. <laughs> I hope that with all of the potential positive buzz that we're having, mm-hmm. that it is just not the the ride of the roller coaster. Like yeah, yeah, tick 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 tick, and then the the, the season the, starts. Ah! The, the moment that Taylor Hall thinks about tomorrow, tomorrow after game one. I'm going to go Saturday. I'm going to go ahead and sit in Ray Shearer's office. I'm going to sign that deal. Tomorrow night comes. At the end of the game, we get blown out 10 Seven nil. to 1. <laughs> he and, scores the one goal. And his pen goes, God, my hand is shaking. <laughs> I'm like Tom Hanks and <laughs> saving Private Ryan. I know what's wrong with my hand. The- I- I'm excited to see our power play. I, I'm not excited to see a particular player because I'm kind of pessimistic in life. <laughs> okay. So for me, I don't want to get overly excited. I, I And if you listen, having listened to a ton of different hockey podcasts on my drive to and from Texas, <laughs> I've most people have the devils as a bubble team. Could they make the wild card spots? Yeah, but they could also be 9-10. Right. You know, just on, like, they're building, and they said the same thing about the Rangers, a lot of people, that everybody, those two teams are building to be, to take the spots of your Tampa Bays and your Bostons because they're mm-hmm. getting older. They're building to that. It's just not there yet. I, I think the Devils are better than the Rangers right now. I think so too, and it's not just a knock. It's just they they need a lot more gelling, considering everything that right. they've brought in. And I think the boat, like we're in the same boat, but we're just a little. We're a couple of yards. We left. Oh, yeah. We left the dock a little earlier. Yeah, than they there's did. there's a couple of more like pullers <laughs> mm-hmm. on this boat. Um, but I'm excited for the power play because I think that probably since 2000, maybe 2003. I think this is more 2000. I think this is the most talented group of 10 okay. that we can put on the ice for a power play. I believe I saw the first unit is Hall, Simmons, Zajac, Palmieri, and Subban. Then our second one is Gusev, Hughes, Nico. Butcher and Butcher and I want to say Severson, but Brett's in there too. So they might. Be, I think Nico might be playing one of the the top of the circles slash defensemen. But it's exciting for the fact that all those guys can pass, all those guys can shoot, and then you have your Simmons in front of the net. You have your Brat or or Nico or somebody in front that can tip the puck. Which you saw if you watched the Ranger game. I mean, shot came from the point. I want to say it was Carrick mm-hmm. and Nico just skating by, just oh, put his stick and and Lundqvist looked like where 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 to go. Somebody on Devil's social media on Twitter, or whatever, was mentioning that they were watching practice and they were just simply floored at as to how smooth. Yes, I know it was practice and all that stuff, but passing was going between I mean, the likes Stein of like a, was saying it, yeah, How like the, like Gusev and 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 Hughes and like Nico, and it was just it was smooth and it was like holy crap. Yeah, I I mean we're kind of jumping ahead, but 
Hughes and, and Gusev have chemistry. You can see it already mm-hmm. that they have chemistry. Hughes, I think it's going to take him. I want to say it's going to take him like two or three games, especially since what we're starting against Winnipeg. Yeah, which is going to be tough. Look, it's Winnipeg I, is Winnipeg. It's going to be tough for their forwards. They don't have the same defense anymore mm-hmm. that they had. I think it's going to be tough on him just to to be able to control his emotions. I mean, he's been building for this since he was 15 years old. Okay. Um, to control his emotions, don't try to do too much. Like, if, if I'm Nico and, and Taylor, don't try to do it all. Like, don't try to go in there and and dangle. Just be you. Just just play the game, keep it simple, and it, your your talent will show if you keep it simple. Now, I don't know if I'm thinking outside of box or just, you know, thinking with my head in the clouds, but the fact that Hall went to Coach Hines and said, put Hughes next to me stall-wise. stall, yeah. And just things that he's been saying now in the past couple days or whatever recently and within recent year, you know, memory, just things that Hall is saying, like to me, I hear it, I listen to it, and if Penn goes to paper and he's here long term, when Andy Green's contract is up, that C goes from Andy Green to Taylor Hall, because Hall is now like he's stepped up his verbal game on this team and says, you know what, it, it's it's go time. There's no yeah. more like but his, like just for, again the pessimistic sure. view in me. Parisi was doing that shit too. Okay. So like Parisi, oh you're the captain. Parisi, when there was rookies coming up, when he was that last year, which was like Adam Henrique, he did the same stuff. And then when the contract didn't come around, it wasn't that I'm a leader of this team. It was show me the fucking money. So with Hall, and I kind of feel better about if he doesn't sign like obviously i want him to sign but if he comes forward and is like no no i'm not doing this i want to go somewhere where the people are um that was little mermaid reference way too much with little kids um they don't listen i know good I'm trying to get a new demographic oh wow going low huh oh no what the big fuck i said before that (laughs) um but what I, I mean to say is, if you look at, you have Taylor Hall, I mean, you have Jack Hughes, Nico, Gusev, Brat, Palmieri, and if he doesn't want to be here and we get rid of him for something, we're getting something back. And I'm okay because I, as much as I like Hall, I think the real, real, real core of our team right now is Hughes, mm-hmm. Brad, Boquist, Nico, Boquist, Palmieri, Severson, Smith, Blackwood. I think that's three years from now, if they're all still on this team because we didn't blow it up or whatever, those are going to be the guys that we're going to be sitting here going, see, like they just needed to grow. Mm-hmm. Like, Palmieri will be that leader. So if Hall's gone, Palmieri becomes the captain. Okay. I'll go with that. I just, it's, <clears throat> there's there's a lot of buzz, and there has been a lot of buzz. And now that we've watched them in game with all this buzz, 
the buzz got a little louder, right? Because what did we do? And we we lost. We split. We we went one on one with a split, right? We beat the Rangers twice, right? We got not shellacked, but we got shown what's Handled what by Boston. Um, and then we took out Columbus with and but those last two games that Corey started in the preseason, he looked not mid season form, but he looked ready to go. Which I think he's also tabbed to be the goalie tomorrow night. That's the only thing that Hines said. Right. Um, and I think Corey's. I mean, just because I have him on both my fantasy teams, <laughs> um, I think he's poised to be the comeback player of the year. So he can have a potential rookie of the year and comeback player of the yeah, year. Yeah, but comeback player of the year is not really. I mean, okay. unless unless he miscarriages or somebody dies in his family, he's not getting the the whatever the award is. The fuck is that award? Why am I going blank? I don't know. I don't know. But I think uh, honestly, we we pretty much blew our award load with Hall and and Boyle getting it a few like two years ago, and that was that was it. That's like you sit there and you go, if our team never gets another one again, I'm good because well, that is like that. Those are the two perfect well, EA, EA Sports. Yeah, did the simulation on NHL 20 and Jack Hughes wins rookie of the year with like 78 points. He gets 78 points and we don't make the playoffs. There's something wrong. So do you want to look at our lineup? Well, one disappointing thing. And we, we talked about this on text was final cuts were made the other day last night, actually. Um, Congratulations to yes. Jesper Boquist. Made the team. Congratulations. You get scratched tomorrow night. <laughs> Is he? Yeah, pretty much. It's, it's it's like he's he's not playing tomorrow. But he might play Saturday kind of thing. Who do they play Saturday? Um, Columbus. It's a, it's a road game, isn't it? Yeah, it's a road game. So back-to-backs and you know how Hines loves his back-to-backs. Um, congratulations to Boquist. I was sad to see that Smith got cut. For the, for the fact of, and, and I've heard the, the retractors on social media about it was, I always think that yes, he's going sent back to juniors. But if if he's dominated juniors enough the past couple of years, it's kind of like not close enough to what he have to prove. Why not stick with the big team, go eight defensemen, and let him cut his teeth against the men in the NHL and learn? Because you know, he's not gonna. He's only gonna be. He's basically gonna be a Rudy. <laughs> he's gonna be a practice player, and I get it. And we had this discussion via text where it was. Do you keep him where he learns the speed? He learns the systems. Mm -hmm. He learns, you know, how to play against a Taylor Hall type player, how to play against a playmaker like Heischer and and Hughes, or does he learn how to defend in front of the net against the Simmons kind of player? Yeah, that's great, but practice is not a game, to use uh, Allen Iverson. We're talking about practice. So... He because the AHL is not an option. That's the only place he could go. So now he goes back to juniors. Maybe he goes with a chip on his shoulder. It's a great character test. Because does he go back to Spokane? You know, like with a chip on his shoulder, like fuck them. Or does he go back like I'm going to dominate and show them that they're making a mistake? And build up my confidence, Hulk Hogan style, kind of like, oh, brother, you know. Yeah, he can come back when when his season's over. Fine. 
And if we haven't, and if it's over, you hope it's over soon enough so he gets those games in NHL wise or whatnot. Or but, the playoffs. But right. right, his team is one of the favorites to win the, you know, the I, CHL. I would, I would think. I'm obviously he's still young. He's what, 18? Yeah, 18. He might be 19 because this, I think this is his last year. But they said it's essentially at that young a defenseman, you, you, no. you're you're so wet behind the ear, it doesn't like matter. No, nothing. Nobody's going to come Reme- in as an 18 year old defenseman. Right. Remember when Adam Larson came? Mm-hmm. Like it took him like five. DeBoer, or six. like DeBoer, like mm. he would play four games in a row. He would sit four games in a row, and then he'd play four games. He didn't play. I'm pretty sure he didn't play in the first round of the playoffs. He when got- we went to the cup, it wasn't until the Flyer series where he scored, and then they played him. So, I mean, you're right. It takes defensemen and goalies a little longer to mature. So, as much as I'd like to have him up, it it would hurt his development long run. And I have to assume that Shiro and Hines sat down and said, listen. I mean, he was the last cut. You're, <laughs> yeah, like, you're going back. You got off the boats. You made it through the boat thing and the whole brotherhood crap up at the uh, Naval Academy. Go back, and these are the things you have to work on. Right, and there's like, there's very little, I would assume. There, and, and I think it's more and more maybe a little bit of that leadership capability because he's going to go back and being a captain. He's going to be doing that, like, what, number one play power play time. Like, he's going to be taking he's, on. Right, he's going to be in the World Junior Championships. He's going to be their best defenseman. I think if I'm Shiro, or if I'm uh, Hines, and after watching him play a couple of games, I would say, don't try to do too much. Keep it simple. I want you to work on just clear, crisp breakout pass- passes and your defensive zone. If you can do that, the offense will come when you're in the offensive zone. Very true. But you're a defenseman, not an offenseman. Mm-hmm. And at times he looked a little... Uh, overconfident and maybe that's being around fucking Subban but in the preseason games there were times he looked a little overconfident kind of reaching above what he should be doing for a kid that's 19 years old and I don't know if he came into camp going okay I got a spot I just have to work through all this to get that spot and kind of didn't right I I mean I don't know Um, it was I mean let's see what other um what other notes do we have here? Um, what do I think about com- Hall's comments about playoffs or bust? I think going into day one when doctors are trying to catch you for physicals, <clears throat> the word in that locker room should have been it's playoffs or bust. You know, there's, it's enough to, to go, okay, you know, we're good enough. We're doing this. We're doing that. Whatever. It's playoffs or bust. You have to elevate your game. Not because he wants a contract. Because he wants to win. He's tired of losing. He's yeah. tired of having the Edmonton follow him east. Well, that and the fact that he doesn't want to, you don't want to give a sound bite where you're like, uh, you know, I'm just happy to be here. You know, you know, let's, we're going to take it day by day because then everybody jumps on that in the, well, why isn't he thinking about the future? Why isn't he thinking about the playoffs? Why doesn't he seem motivated? Like, hey, you guys won five to two and you scored a goal and two assists. But hey, how's that contract going with what you said two weeks? Like? If if I'm him tomorrow, that's but you know the morning skate. Mm-hmm. It's the first thing I say. Hey, look, I understand you guys got a job to do, and I know that you want to know about my future and the contract and the devils and whatnot. Talk. But just respect 
the process. The process right now. I'm not going to comment on it. If you ask me a question about it, I'm just going to say no comment. So don't take it as me giving you an attitude. It's just it's time to focus on the season. Nip it in the bud. That's all. And you do that from the get-go? One one. Yep. And there you go. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm exci- it's, I'm ex- it's, but I'm excited every year. <laughs> it's it's December when I'm like, ugh. I think two seasons ago, I had a good feeling that we were going to make the playoffs. We did. Last season, I don't recall having that that gut feeling that hey, we're going to be that we're going to be we, all right. When like, we went four zero, it was like, huh. yeah. But yeah. Th- and then I believe I said it to you. And I might have said it on this. Look who we played. No. You know, you play. We played Edmonton. We played, and then when I, I think it was we played like Columbus, and we got smoked. I was like, that's the real test. Mm-hmm. But now Columbus is not the team they were either. So there you go. Um, so it was alleged in practice, which was either debunked, which was not set in stone. But you have pairings of uh, Hall, Heisher, Palmieri. Which we expected. Yep. Gusev, Hughes, and Bratt. Okay. Which I expected. Coleman, Zajac, and Simmons. Good. I, I said that, I believe, two podcasts ago mm-hmm. where I said that has the capability of being such a good A, shutdown line, mm-hmm. and B, get the puck deep and grind it out line. And fourth liners, you have Woodzaka and Hayden. I think Woods' time on that line, he'll have a very short leash. Because you have Rooney, who showed spunk last year. You, you you can get the feeling that Hines likes him, likes his style of play. Excuse me. You also have Boquist just sitting there going, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for my time, guys. I'm very shocked that Zaka is going to be in that position tomorrow. Considering how much time he hasn't had because of visa issues? Yeah. Why not put Boquist there at center between those three? Or Rooney. Since I have no idea of what visas go through, do you physically have to have a job mm-hmm. for that to... So to... he couldn't be here while he didn't have a contract because he didn't have a job. Okay. So part of the paperwork you fill out is because I work for X team, this is my work visa kind of shit. Okay. Because I was going to say, why could, why didn't he just get his visa and just like skate and, like, you know, hang out Buffalo in Buffalo like or whatever. Orange yeah, or whatever. Um, def- defensively... Um, I don't know about the pairings, but yeah, Green don't. and Subban? Mm. I don't really feel that. Uh, Butcher Votnin. I think the way they're setting it up is, and I'm not against it, I just don't I don't really feel safe with Butcher and Votnin because they're both Cowboys. They're going to jump up into the play. They're going to try that risky move. Not really the strongest defensively. Mm-hmm. But if you look at our right side, Subban's a shooter. Votnin's a shooter. Severson's a shooter. shooter. So, and then they have a defensive guy. Butcher's not really a defensive guy. Um, Mueller, who I don't really care for. but I don't recall hearing Mueller playing a lot in the preseason. He did. He did? Well, that's a good thing because you didn't hear him go, well, Mueller fucked up the game. <laughs> and then Connor Carrick, who apparently was more social driven than anything else. Because he decided to talk about mental mental illness and stuff, and everybody yeah, shines a light on it and whatever. So he's he our made new his, Brian Boyle. Yeah, he's so, carrying a new flag. So I mean, I'm okay because this is. I mean, you can 
juggle that third and fourth line. Mm-hmm. Boquist, Rooney, here and there. I mean, I want to say the first person that gets scratched is Wood, and Boquist goes in. You'd keep Hayden, or are you, yeah, or are you keeping yeah. Hayden because it's another big body for that fourth line? I'm keeping line? Hayden because he's going to be the guy that goes down deep and gets that puck. I was very impressed with Hayden. Mm-hmm. I it's it's almost like um, was Steph, very confused like, with like the Steph, number though. <laughs> it's like who the fuck is fifteen? Yeah, no, that's John McClain's back. The number, the name's a little bit short. Jamie Langenbrunner. Yeah, um, you you look at it and you just go. I don't know. Like we, we have a good three top three lines. And if and if and look look you have your fourth liners of Woodzaka Hayden you also have Boquist and Rooney that combination those what five players for for the three spots you have the potential of having you can we can roll four lines I, I'm not talking about rolling four lines starting tomorrow night it's going to take time to gel to figure out who you know who Line goes matchups yeah and playing against stuff. other teams so but it's there it's yeah I agree we have the same people from last season okay newcomers and flux of 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 potential and all that kind of stuff you were in a good place injuries killed us last year right and the kids who played now are our depth so hopefully binghamton's going to have a decent enough year so that when injuries occur you bring them up and everything's okay yeah who's, like i'm trying to think who would be the person that we call up um if it's a defenseman, it's probably Tennyson. Yeah, considering he was one, he was the last uh, last uh, defenseman. Oh no, he was the second last. Um, yeah, forward wise, I don't know who it would be. Um, McLeod. McLeod. T- t- uh, um, Who's the other Bastion. one? Bastion. Bastion. Yeah, those two. And would... Joey Anderson and um, Sini too. And uh, you have at least those four because they have enough NHL experience. I mean, shit. What Sini was what playing. Top top six minutes, like the beginning of the year, and Anderson too. By the time when he came back from his broken leg. So, speaking of broken leg, ah boy, Adam Larson. Oh yeah. Yesterday, broke his leg. He's out six to eight weeks. I watched it. I saw it. I was watching the game because the NHL center ice package is free for the first two weeks of the season. Nice. So there's your plug. Um. I want to say it was Jack Hughes' brother, Quinn, fucking wound up about as far as I am from you mm. and hit him right mm. in. And you saw his face just like, ow. And <laughs> like, the play ow, was, ow, that's broken. <laughs> yeah, the play was still going on, and you yeah. just saw him, like, hobble to the bench. Like, they were in the zone for a good 30, 40 seconds, and he just hobbled to the bench. <laughs> Help me. Help me. And then you saw him getting taken out on the bench. I was like, oh, that sucks. Speaking of Canadian teams, uh, since the last time we were here. Finally, the dam broke. Mitchell Marner. Mitchell. Mitchell. uh, Signed a deal for. What did he sign for? It's about 10. It's a little under 11 million. He didn't get his bridge deal. No, I think he signed for what, like a six-year deal? Something like yeah, that. Yeah, six-year deal for sixty between 64 and 65, but it really averages out to be 
a little under $11 million. You know what? Fuck this guy. <laughs> yeah. We're... Although I have him on fantasy, but fuck this guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, it... Apparently, the Columbus Blue Jackets made an offer sheet. Made an offer sheet who, to him. Who is the other one? Somebody else made one, too, and... Probably Ottawa, because we'll talk about the fucking Ottawa situation, too, because I don't think we did that last time. Um, And he didn't even entertain it. Columbus also, I heard, put an offer sheet in for Braden Point, and he said no. Not no to the money. Just no to going to Columbus. I'm not going to sign this. So, But, yeah, good for Mitchell. He only got an assist last night in their first win, so... I still don't like them. We can still go on the um, Toronto uh, thing. They named the captain last night. Yeah, they did it wrestling style. Did you see that? No. They did, really? So apparently Kyle du- Dumbass, I mean, Dubis, <laughs> Dumbass is a huge wrestling fan. Like, huge wrestling. Like, WWE weren't, fan. Weren't they up there recently? And I think he got pictures with a lot of, a yeah. lot of the wrestlers. So And they said that they were going to name their captain. Nobody had a C on their jersey in warm-up. And then they introduced the lineup, and then the last four were Morgan Riley mm-hmm. had an A, Austin Matthews had an A, Mitch Marner comes out with an A, and they and your twenty sixth captain of the Toronto Maple Leafs, number ninety one, and he comes out and waves his flag, waves his hand, mm. and does that. I'm totally with Tavares. Should he's older. He's got the experience of being a captain. He seems a little unflappable when it comes to the media. Mm-hmm. And well, he got trained metro area media is a bunch of yeah, hounds. It's hockey in this area. Nobody gives two fucks about hockey. Like like Boomer and Cartman used to say, nobody cares about hockey, Boomer. And my father-in-law says to me every time I mention put a hockey game on. Mm-hmm. And also in Toronto news, because John Tavares was named captain, the obvious choice for captain didn't, and his name is Austin Matthews. Why do you say? Well, why why was he named captain? Well, apparently he got into a little cheeky uh, uh, <laughs> um, situation where he decided to have his ass cheeks speak, not via gas. But, but he had his pants up. I mean... He, he had pulled his, his pants. He had his boxers. That's fine. So, to a female apartment complex security officer sitting in her vehicle, they Austin, decided to get into the car with her. That's what I read. Oh, for one. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I'm just saying. Oh, that's right. Dumb. At, oh, at for like one. Two in the morning. Yeah. Uh, they oh, decided, for two. <laughs> three was they didn't. I don't want to say they didn't harass her. But it was kind of, and I explained this to my wife yesterday, even though she could care less. Because as someone who doesn't give two fucks about hockey, she kind of gave me that unbiased, you know, thing, opinion. And she, I explained the situation. They were drunk, late at night, security, female security guard who was a vet of some sort, Mm -hmm. a war vet who is suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder. Obviously, you don't know that before you get in the car, but still, whatever. They didn't know that. They get in. She freaks out a little. They get out peacefully. 
Austin Matthews pulls his pants down so his boxers are showing and kind of walks away like a scolded kid who just got spanked on the behind and they drive away. That's that. I said the woman then went and filed charges. He was arrested or charged with disorderly conduct. Mm -hmm. And now it's a whole thing. And my wife's opinion was it's a stupid prank that they couldn't have foreseen that she was suffering from post-traumatic stress it was stupid the real question is why is austin matthews a professional athlete worth 11 million dollars a year for the next five years doing something so stupid juvenile yeah juvenile and then you're listening to like spitting chicklets and the other podcasts and they're like he's 21 years old 22 years old it's not like he's a 30-year-old man doing this. Like, if you said Joe Thornton was doing this, I would have been like, all right, Joe Thornton's a fucking idiot. But you're 21, you're 22, it's the summer. You just signed a deal. You have 10 million plus in your bank account. You know, you're, you're out celebrating and you probably just, I mean, we've all done stupid shit drunk with our friends. But then you also think about it too. It's Toronto and there's there, it, there's a... But it wasn't Toronto. He did this in Arizona. Oh, did he? Was it in Arizona? Okay. And the big thing about Toronto was that Kyle Dumbass did not. Oh, he didn't find out about it until like social media told him. Social media. Yeah. So the big thing is why didn't he tell? And to Austin's defense, and I'm not trying to marginalize what happened to a woman. I mean, it's got to be fucking nuts to be a woman at three o'clock in the morning just walking down a street. To have, four, to have four guys right. jump in your car without you knowing. But is, to, you know. to Austin's defense for not telling, you know, the, the Maple Leafs, sorry, the Maple Leafs, he probably thought nothing of it. Like, all right, what am I going to do? Pay a fine? Right. It's, it's, know, it was like, so minimal that, yeah. Right. Nobody, she went home. You know, it wasn't like she went to a, a hospital or whatever and right. cried herself. Maybe she did, but. So, moving on from Toronto, uh, Brock Besser, sounds like a wrestler name, <laughs> uh, reportedly he. turned down a $42 million over six years. After that report came out, he signed a three-year 5.875. Um, average? Average, and I'm again, I'd be willing to bet that last year is high isn't like a seven and eight million dollar because when they qualify him yes he ha- he'll he'll make no less than that yeah and that's what all these short termers uh contracts are is that they're, they're small but that last year and that's what nico's gonna do sets the bar for what it's going to be for the next next term uh the flyers have re-signed ivan Provorov, six year 40 million dollars aav of 6.75 good for the flyers it's like the marner bridge just busted open oh, yeah. every other restricted free agent the levy broke and everyone decided to hey let's sign i think we did we also add in what's his name line a signed for three uh, no two years right the what's it called line a signed for two years connor got eight connor got eight did um, point sign for three? Point sign for three. How did the, how did Tampa get that done? Nico Ratanen signed. For eight? Eight years? I think so, yeah. So, I mean, everybody, everybody we said hey. was legitimately waiting for Marner. Pavel Zaka got signed. Oh, come, yeah. come on. 
They they bitched Pavel Zaka on spitting chicklets. Who is this guy? He's got like a career fifty points, and he's asking for big money. Okay. Uh, Ryan Kessler and Patrick Eves are out for the season. I Oof. believe Kessler had his hip kind of scoped. scraped or scoped or whatever. You you think about this, right? Hip, fine. Scoped or scraped, right? So you think, okay, well, scrape, scrape, scrape. How is that out for the season? Like, I'm if you, like, pretty like, sure they have to take your leg off. Like, not take it off like a horror movie, but, like, they yeah. have to, like, disconnect your hip bone to your leg bone. From your bone. leg bone? Yeah. From your leg bone. <laughs> to get in there. It's not. I'm sure it's not just like a, you know, like zip, the little zip, fucking zip, zip camera <laughs> with a vacuum attached to the end of it. It's just amazing how science is, right? You think on one end, ah, oh, it's a little scrape. Like, you get a scrape on your arm when you fall down. Put a Band-Aid on it. No. No, he's out for the year. <laughs> I mean, you think of now. I remember, and this was probably before you were you were a Devils kind of guy. Uh, John McClane missed an entire season because he had his knee like scoped or whatever. And now you look at it back then, yeah. Scope yeah. takes like what six weeks, eight weeks to. Heal now you and... look at it, and it's like, all right, he's gonna miss like this month, and then he'll be back. <laughs> well, I was gonna say look at Hall, but I think he right, looked... but I think Hall had something more to it. Yeah. Uh, our good friend, <laughs> name of my fantasy hockey team is Kuznetsin's Table, Glass Table. Uh, my other, my other fantasy team name is Semenstains. Oh, <laughs> uh, he suspended thirty games for that problem. Nose, nose soda, nose candy. <laughs> he needed a tissue, sir. Yeah. He was, oh, as uh, soon as I knew what was going on, I left that room. Yeah, before. Yeah. Not before I did a line. <laughs> no, no. Kuznetsov, you are out of line. No, no, I no, did line. line. I did I did line. Let's get straight. Uh, Julius Honka, which Honka. is a great hockey name. Honka, Honka wants out of Dallas. Wants out of Dallas. That's a tough blue line right now to crack, especially for a guy that's an offensive defenseman. They've got Miro Haskinen, who I wanted, um, and Klingberg. So... Uh, he's he's maybe he goes to the Islanders because Josh Hosang wants out <laughs> after being cut again. Hey, maybe this hey, at least he made it this time to uh, the end of the training camp. I think mm-hmm. last year it was like training camp started and before it even like that first no, day two ended two years ago. Yeah, two uh, years the, ago. Like, yeah, the moment that well Amarillo came in, it's like oh yeah, training camp start. Hosang, you're cut. <laughs> like what? Oh, yeah. What? How? He showed up late. Yeah, um, stupid alarm. New season, but same old drama. Sounds um, like a fucking TNT commercial. Uh, the Ottawa Senators at 8 o'clock. Friday, uh, Friday at 8. The Ottawa Senators <laughs> owner, Eugene Melnick, who I believe is really pushing to get rid of this team, showed up to, and I read when I read the article, it said, and I'm using air quotes, Indian Casino in Connecticut. Okay. Uh, got a marker for like a hundred or five hundred thousand dollars okay to go play roulette one doubled his money then proceeded to put the money on even zero came up (laughs) and they took his money because zero is in roulette not odd or even so you lose you push he lost he lost okay he proceeded to try to take the money back 
saying that zero is an even number and he should have won. And they kicked him out. He also was on record, I believe, on that drunken night saying, I'm going to show that Toronto team who's boss. I'm going to offer Mitch Marner a one-year $16 million contract. Mm, that worked. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants to go to Ottawa, including people in well, Ottawa. Well, hell, did they re-signed, uh, what? Didn't they re-sign CC? They re-signed a couple of their guys. No, like they traded CC. Uh, CC is on Toronto. Well, who's their? Who's their? I think it was their captain. I think they uh, no, Thomas Kabat. Whatever it is, he's they, good. A, a whole like they're signing these guys like long-term deals. Apparently, they have money. They're a minor league team. They're a minor league team with like five guys that are NHL players. And I have a really like karma. I think may do may may nip Ottawa in the bud. Where who was supposed to get the number one pick last year? Who stunk the most? Ottawa. Did did uh, no because it was Colorado's pick, right? Right, right. But it was and, Ottawa's. Right, Ottawa's pick that Colorado had because of the trade. Um, they didn't get it. I, I'm pretty sure that if Ottawa tanks this year or whatever, not not tank because I think they hired a guy that's that's going to be like, look, we're going to play our asses off, and if we lose, we lose. If yeah. we win, we DJ win. DJ Smith, I think, is, is um, Toronto's assistant. So. I think it's going to be another one of those. Okay, well, I think Karma's going to bite it in his ass, and Ottawa's going to get the Ottawa's going to lose out and like pick fifth. Yeah, <laughs> and like yeah. the Devils will get the number one pick for some no, stupid reason. Kind of not, shit. That's not. not hope. That means we're not in the playoffs. Oh, well, um, but I somebody. can see if more drama, like the petty shit that's coming out of Ottawa, like that they had Uber as a sponsor, and because of all the shit that went down with Uber, they switched to Lyft, mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Right, like. I could see Gary Bettman just saying, like, Eugene, you got to sell the team. <laughs> it's, it's just not good. You know, you're in the news for all the wrong reasons. If you don't sell the team, we're going to move you to Quebec. <laughs> Every time you do that, I have to look away. <laughs> I can't Is look. it the head shake when I talk? <laughs> yes. Uh, Dustin Bufflin took a leave. Dustin now, and Bufflin. He is now suspended. But um, I think that's what procedurally, right? Right, right. Just so that they they could take his salary off the fucking table. Um, what that, what do you what do you think his his goal? Do you think he's just tired of hockey or tired yeah. of the fact that Winnipeg I, blew up? No, I think f- from what I heard this morning, listening to Thirty One Thoughts, um, he wanted to retire last year. Okay, and they kind of talked him into it, like. Take some time off, you know, like come back, we'll play. We're going to have a good team and this will be your chance. And then they lost. And I think he had that kind of feeling like, what am I doing this for? And then he saw what, you know, his defense is gone. Yeah, Truba traded. Truba, Myers, you know, like those guys are gone. And he is just like. It's not worth it anymore. Probably too. I know that I'm getting $14 million in the next two years, you know, he had a concussion. Maybe it's just time to pack it in. Like mm-hmm. they said, he he loves fishing, and that he's probably just somewhere, you know, in British Columbia, trouting. Yeah, yeah, and and that's fine. Like more, he he. It's not like this guy has played like a wimp. You know, like he plays tough minutes. Dustin so, Bufflin's like one of those guys, basically like how everybody talked about Wayne Simmons and the Devils going, thank God he's on our team now. Dustin Bufflin was that kind of defenseman. Yeah, I so, wouldn't have mind having him on our team. 
So, um, yeah. Look, I mean, if he goes, he goes. It's fine. Um, but I'm sure the drama with Line A and I guess the social media stuff, what was he shit-talking Winnipeg at some point, allegedly? He, well, Line A made the comment, again, triply translated. Triply? Sure. Triple translated from a Finnish newspaper. He made he basically made the comments like... Look, Google, Google Translate doesn't work yeah. 100% of the time. So. Especially Finnish when there's like a fish logo and shit <laughs> on things. Um, he made the comment essentially saying like, if I was on another team, I'd be on the first line playing with first line players. But on Winnipeg, I'm not on the top line and I'm not playing with the top players. Now, did he mean it in the sense that he's shit talking his line mates, Nicholas Ehlers and, and, and Brian little. No, I don't think he meant that, but I think he meant like, I want to be paid like a top, like like a top top guy. Like a top three guy, and I want to play. Like they could they? I mean, I'm sure that they could flip flop him and Connor, but that top me? line of Wheeler, Shifley, and and Connor, Connor is just way too good to fuck with. Like right now, you're not like. Could we put Wayne Simmons One in Paul Mary's spot? Sure, sure, we could. But why fuck with the chemistry that they've mm-hmm. been building for the last two years? All I have to say is two more years of line A doing what he's doing in Winnipeg. Yeah, he's got he's got okay. show me. Okay. So what happens in a couple of years? Who's who's going to be on our team? Paul's fine, whatever. You got Heisher coming up. Well, maybe maybe line A comes. I don't know. No. No? no I don't want him. Okay. You remember what happened the last time we had a disgruntled goal scorer who didn't like his team? Mm-hmm. And then he left and came to our team and played a couple of years and then signed a big contract and decided to go, fuck this, I'm out, I'm going to Russia. Mm, No, I I, I know. Brian Ralston? (laughs) Brian Ralston. (laughs) (laughs) No, Damian Bruner. Oh, that guy. Brumner or whatever the hell is. Yeah, number nine, right? Was he not? No. I think he was 11. Was he 11? I don't know. I got his jersey in my closet, I'm sure. Oh, my. Do you really? Yeah, I think so. Oh, my God. I did. I, I went with the Bruner. So that's our news. A lot of news in two weeks. I mean, I'm sure we missed out on oh, there's a lot of stuff. things, but fuck it. If you're listening to us, you're a hockey fan. You probably already know. All right, moving on to our Hollywood previews. Even this is season. why you listen. Yeah. No one else compares teams to movies. And apparently people up in Boston are listening. Air quote listening. Come on. Yeah. If you haven't seen on our social media, some Boston. That's HSSK pod. On Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um made a comment that maybe each player on the Bruins should have their own goal song. And Rob here yeah. says, see, someone is listening to us. And then the guy commented, no, I'm not listening. Like, and I wrote back, why aren't you listening? Just kind of, that's just common sense. Look, hey, look, you, you, want, you want to stay in the closet and say, hey, I don't listen to them. I listen to them. Fine. Just that when we see storylines in wrestling that happen when we see careful with the in the closet comment we don't want to offend anyone who is not openly homosexual yet look when you were a kid and you were watching porn mags or or whatever you did it in the privacy of some corner somewhere right so nobody can see you so if you're listening to our podcast in the closet or something so no one else can hear you because you're ashamed don't be ashamed we're good people we have we have common sense ideas 
I don't want to vote, offend vote. anybody who doesn't have common sense either. Vote Rob Dave 2020. Uh. <laughs> so Dallas this year. Yes. Uh, Dallas, I put them as Braveheart. Yes, I've watched it. You better because it's on TV all I, the time. I watched it in woodshop class during... Um, Testing weeks. No, no. Um, when you had to do grades, midterm, like a mid, uh, mid, uh, was it mid semester? Sure. Whatever it was, when you had to give out, you know, your progress reports. We just I it's sat a great movie. Yeah, it is. And if you've ever been to Scotland, they no. don't like the movie. I have. No, <laughs> not, they don't. They make fun of the fact that Bruce Willis was William Wallace, and he's like five seven, and like the real William Wallace was like six foot one. <laughs> Lorne Wallace. Sorry. But uh, Braveheart, all the potential to win the war, like the Scottish army, they're all ready to go. They're running up to the, the battlefield screaming. And they'll, they would be a dominant team if they weren't in the Central Division where you're going against Nashville, St. Louis. On the thing for St. Louis, did you happen to see one? Did you happen to see the fucking rings they got? Yeah, it's nice. Two, and probably the better story. Did you see who got a ring, too? Yeah, they gave it to little Layla. Good for her. Holy shit. They made, uh, I think it was Colton Perenko made the comment like, if you ever get married, your fiance has <laughs> got some competition with the ring. That ring was <laughs> that ring was as large you as her fucking fist. Are? I don't want to know. They're, they're like $35,000. Per. Per ring. They had, uh, yeah. You, the, the like when you're you in high a, school and like the company get, that gets your that makes your yeah high school, high school ring, ring is like, the same company that makes the championship really? rings and i remember when i was teaching like the, they come you know like they come to the yeah. cafeteria like oh buy your graduation ring you could legitimately buy a stanley cup a ring. stanley like or a, a nfl or nba championship ring and it has it. it's like thirty five thousand dollars that was probably one of the coolest things I've seen this offseason, but that's all. The ring, yeah. And, yeah, and the fact and, that they and gave Layla her. Got, yeah. But that, mean, that ring, and it's not because she's she's going through cancer treatments, right? Yeah, some or, rare cancer. Yeah. So, obviously, your hands are a little puffy or whatever, but that ring itself was fucking almost the same size of her hand. I don't, I don't know how young she is. She's what, single? Maybe she's 10. I'm not sure. The whole size of her fucking hand. Crazy. Now, anyway. can Dallas win a couple of battles? Sure. Yeah, they're going to win a bunch of games. And they got, rally the, they're going to rally their fans, and their fans are going to make them believe that they could win. They got Pavelski this offseason, right? They got Pavelski mm-hmm. and Katy Perry. And, mm-hmm. um, I'm sure they can win the war, but can they go to the cup? Can they? Are they a good enough team to break through St. Louis? Are they a good enough team to break through a Chicago, which will be improved? Or Winnipeg. I mean, obviously Minnesota sucks. But are they going to be able to get through those teams? It's going to be tough. Colorado's better. You know, like all of those teams. Uh, Pittsburgh, I have Titanic. Have you seen Titanic? I'm sure I have. It, they're visually stimulating, mm-hmm. like the movie was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the story that everyone in the past knows, but like this three-hour epic, their ship is slowly starting to sink. And and yeah, I mean Crosby is now thirty two, Malkin's thirty one, and now pretty much every off season is is Malkin going to get traded? I, see, I don't before, see it anymore now. 
This offseason there was. Well, this offseason because he it was either you trade Kessel or I'm trade me. Yeah. So, But last couple seasons it's been that way. So now those are starting to pipe up. It's Look, when you suck long enough and you get the number one picks and all that kind of stuff like that, yeah, you're going to be great, right? That's my almost my fear of uh, for our for us, team. Yeah, it's absolutely. Because we got two number one picks. We got a plethora of picks. Okay. Well, look who built that Pittsburgh team. Fast forward 10 years. Okay. Would, because, but would you trade three cups to be in their problem? Probably. Yeah, exactly. I mean. Look, I, I, I'm on it on as soon as they win a cup. I don't even know if the next season I'll be a season ticket holder because I just might retire. Like, I got on top, one. Like Danico, like a champ I, with the I, cup. I got one. I saw one. I'm good. But, like, with with the Penguins, yeah, that's it's going to happen to them. They're 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 going to have to go down to go back up, right? To come back up, and and Crosby, as great as he is, and and Malkin's going to be motivated because even he said he didn't have a good season last year. Is it enough to keep them in the playoff picture? Those there's two. E- there was even word too that um, they told uh, what's his name, not Jack Johnson. Who's the guy that, that the crappy contract they signed last season? Jack Johnson. Jack Johnson. That, yeah, you're getting traded. <laughs> like the physically, the GM. Rob, yeah. Told as him soon as we could find some fucking shit heap to yeah, throw you on, yeah, you're going. Yeah, you might be going but, to uh, the island <laughs> for Josh Hosang. Hosang. <sighs> he can't wear sixty six though. Mm, it's true. Well, you could probably. Hey, you wore you wore the number right. Yeah. yeah. Can, can I? No. No. no? You on the team? No. So, oh. how long between Yager and Lemieux was the Crosby and Malkin? Crosby actually played one season. One season, Lemieux's last Lemieux. one, right? Crosby. I mean, uh, Yager was already gone. Yager was gone in ninety-seven, ninety-eight. He went to Washington. So, so Crosby we, never played with Yager. Played one year with Mario. How long between the two cup years? The 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 last and the recent like they. That, one, let's see, St. Louis this year, yeah. Uh, Washington last year, yeah. Pittsburgh the year before, Pittsburgh the year before that. But under the Crosby thing. Crosby has three. Three. So, I mean, yeah, windows closing in Pittsburgh. The only problem is if you're good for so long, your picks are low. Yeah. So, so you well, can't. We went through that for years. You can't get, well, then again, we had a stubborn GM to pick you know snots out of your nose oh let's take stefan mateau yeah that fucking really panned out um yeah but look you have to wonder when rutherford is going to start either trading off for the you know trade somebody to ottawa or whatever for like a good pick to get people to get influx into your like they have a good team and i don't want to spend too much longer on mm -hmm. them but you have a Rust, you have a Gensel. Great pieces playing with Crosby. I don't think that they would be as effective playing on an Ottawa team. Okay? Mm. You, you have, like, I can't even really name a lot of their defensemen after Latang. You know, because they've had that, like, Dumoulin, and, and they've had a bunch of guys that have kind of been patchwork. People are slowly going to start to poke holes in their facade. After you get past Crosby and Malcolm, and I don't think Matt Murray is the answer. I have them in. Well, by the way, Dallas, I have in second place in the Central or this, or 
anywhere between there and the second wild card. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, I have in the last wild card, or they're out of the just out of the playoffs. Really? Which, like, which, in my mind, if Pittsburgh's out of the playoffs, we're in. either us or Florida are taking their spot. Speaking of another terrible, terrible movie slash team, uh, the Detroit Red Wings probably fighting the Senators for dead last in the league this year. Uh, after you get past, and I have them, did you ever see Towering Inferno? No. Uh, Towering Inferno, great. Paul Newman, Steve McQueen, O.J. Simpson. Um, it's must have been a killer movie, man. Killer movie. Oof. All of them are dead. Well, yeah. Well, all of them are associated with death. Mm -hmm. Um, The team is a flaming building that should be rebuilt, and that's what they're doing right now. Super young team. They're lacking and lacking talent after their first line of Larkin. Happy to see you. And what the hell is the other guy? Exactly, Bertuzzi, Mantha. Um, They don't have much to be excited about which is why they can't sell out that building. Um, I'd actually be more excited watching Towering Inferno on TV than an actual Red Wings game. Uh, but, who, but who has a higher uh, a higher ceiling at this point or, or better better chance of turning it around, Ottawa or Detroit? I would say Ottawa. Detroit simply. Really? You don't think that Stevie Y is going to... I think going to be Toronto, uh, Tampa too? I think he... Yeah, but when he took over Tampa, he had Steve Stamkos. He had Kucherov. He had those guys, you know, they were young and weren't who they are now, but. You already had the wheels in motion. Right. They had headmen, you know, like you had a good defenseman. You had two good forwards. The other part, too, is now that you have you have a name now. Right. So maybe that will attract enough to to push up that rebuild. I don't know. Well, I think they need they're going to need a counting this season. Mm -hmm. They're going to need a solid three years. So this year and three more years. Mm-hmm. They're going to need a solid three years of building draft picks and trading assets that they may have for draft picks and let him build from the gro- literally from the ground up. Uh, Phoenix, I have Groundhog Day. Did you ever see Groundhog Day? Bill Murray? Yes, I have. Okay. Phil? Phil, Phil Connors? I thought, well, now it's Phil. Phil Kessel? This team has all the tools to do something great. Is something that they've said every year for the last, like, four years about Phoenix or Arizona. Does, does, Sorry. His, does his beard, like, blend into their, like, that wacky 90s jersey? I tell like, you what, he, he, he better just shave that head. He's got the fucking worst hair his hair, like, this is coming from a guy that's bald. <laughs> like, he is just... He's, he's, he's got the poofs. He's just hanging on to, like, those last three strands of hair. He looks... If he wasn't a hockey player, you would say, that guy's a science teacher with the mm. four hairs just covering the bald spot. Um, comb over. Yeah, the comb mm-hmm. over. But every year... Oh, this is the year Phoenix... I'm sorry, Arizona is going to turn it around. This is the year they're going to make the playoffs. This is the year they're going to show their real potential. This is Razzle-dazzle. Yeah. And every year, last year, they were so excited, they didn't win for the first month of the season. Bum, bum, right. And then the, their season always ends hot. 
You know, when it doesn't mean much, right? When it doesn't mean anything, is it because they've gotten finally better, or and they finally gelled, or is it because every team is like, all right, relaxing for the playoffs, yeah, relaxing for the playoffs? If they make the playoffs, they're going to be the last wild card, card, or they're just going to be in last place again. And I mean, they have a lot of good talent. Clayton Keller's really good. Uh, Ekman Larson, Chikorin. I don't think. Uh, Anti Ratnan is their goalie. Yeah, I mean, he's already he got hurt the first game of the season last year against Vegas, and he got hurt this year. Oh, already. I forgot to talk about a, a Vegas story, but we'll get maybe we'll get to it after this. And now, I think this is our last team for today: uh, the Edmonton Oilers. <laughs> this one, I know you haven't seen this movie. Mm-hmm. It's Steve Carell, uh, the chick from Pirates of the Caribbean. Kira Knightley mm-hmm. seeking a friend for the end of the world. <laughs> poor Connor McDavid. <laughs> poor, poor. Do you know who Connor McDavid is playing with this year? One is the real deal, James Neal. The hell, other is some, hell of a trade. Hell of a trade. Well, it's a hell of a trade if it works for Edmonton, but the other one is some guy named Hoovitude. <laughs> No, some, Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, oh. Some guy that was the second leading scorer in the Swiss 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 Elite League. Well, Ed, Edmonton just break down to. Yeah, this team has more drama than a Grey's Anatomy <laughs> season. Their young player Jesse Puliarvi wants out. Their best player is injured. Connor McDavid was injured coming in. I mean, he played last night. They're up against the cap. Adam Larson, one for one, is hurt already. Hurt for hurt. For six to eight weeks. Their goaltending is Mike Smith, who's as hot and cold as Katie Perry. Um, Their defense is suspect. Their their defense is suspect. Once you get past Clefbaum and probably Adam Larson... You know, a lot of their defense is young. Connor is must be looking for a friend to get out of Edmonton because they're not getting out of. They'll be out of the playoffs by November. Who would take on his contract? Anybody, anybody. Somebody asked on Thirty One Thoughts. They did a live show, mm-hmm. and somebody asked Marek and uh, who's the other guy? Elliot Friedman. Two known, very well respected hockey guys mm-hmm. said how soon before Connor McDavid's in Toronto no way and they go no well way. his contract's up in seven years so let's just oh, go with seven number years, seven yeah. years and in seven years that means Tavares would be off the books oh so they can do Warner, it all over again Matthews they'll all be off the books yeah Our, so, so he's gonna go to Toronto and he's gonna be surrounded by, by a bunch of nobody yeah alright so we did who's for the tri-state area, and I threw Philly in there, uh, who is the most valuable player on all three tri-state teams? So mm-hmm. who do you have for the Devils? I put Green and Zajac just from a um, veteran standpoint. Just that they're I, – I think it's almost like a rallying cry now that these are the last two guys from, like, the Lamarillo era, right? It, it's 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 time. they Maybe they win a cup. There, there's all this buzz. Let, let's do it for the old guys. Let's, you know. Yeah. I, I just think that – 
But does that make them our most valuable player? Like the easy answer I, would be Hall. Yeah, I didn't want to go with easy answers. Like like the obvious ones. I thought I, I wanted to go a little bit deeper. Deeper investigation the into deep cuts. I want you to you want to go on the, the back wall. <laughs> <laughs> Scott so. So I thought, yeah, Green and Zaja. I, I said Corey, because if he fucking blows this year, we blow. Yeah. I don't trust Blackwood enough yet. Right. Because I'm, I'm still under the Blackwood could possibly be a Kincaid-Wedgwood scenario where it's like one good and yeah, then one good and How about the Rangers? I go with Henrik Lundqvist just because... You fucking like like Corey. You need that. You need him. And he had to an be, off year last year. You need him to have a bounce back for that team to because right now you had the number two pick. You signed the hottest free agent that there was. Right. They need to win now. Yeah, absolutely. So who? I mean, and he's going to see a lot of shots because their defense, which is they're what, probably starting right now. Truba and who? Truba Stall. <laughs> Uh, Fox. Did they go with the captain this year? I don't think they did. I don't think they're having. I a think they went four A's. I went with Panarin, just because it's show me the money. Like we gave you the money, you show better us. show us yeah. what you have. Even if we're a rebuilding team, you better have thirty-five and thirty-five. You better have thirty-five, seventy points mm-hmm. to make your money's worth. Although seventy points got Scott Gomez fucking traded <laughs> when he was in. I, and I, on the Rangers. I still stand by the fact that once you go through our, the Lula Marillo organization, you don't do well anywhere else because you simply are a system player. Unless you're Josh Jose, because <laughs> then you're not playing. Speaking of the Islanders, mm-hmm. you have... Uh, I went with uh, Barzell. Just, yeah, he's he's the motor in that train. I went with Simeon Varlamov. I went with a lot of goalies. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Um, always kind of... A goalie, not the goalie, not the I, best goalie. I still think that the Islanders fucked up by letting by Absolutely. letting Lerner go, and, and that's why I think he's their most valuable player in the sense that, much like Corey, if he shits the bed, they shit the bed. They shit the bed. Now, is he going to be able to duplicate no. what Leonard did in the? Why am I going blank on their coach? Trots. Trots system. I could picture his face. I just couldn't. <laughs> do you picture his face with or without the goatee? I, I always do it with, and I am shocked when I see it without one, and I remember, oh, yeah, it's the George Steinbrenner rule. It's, it always makes me feel weird. Like, well, I, I really had to <laughs> oh, sit no. and think. No, no, don't go there. It really <laughs> made, no, no, it really made me, I had to sit there and think, like, does he have a goatee? It's like that episode in The Office where they're like, does Stanley have a mustache? And you're like, Holy shit, does Stanley have a mustache? And you can't remember. You watch, you've just watched four episodes of The Office, but you can't with him in it and you can't remember if he has a mustache. I always go back to the mustache thing with The Simpsons. Where mm. <laughs> Shave that mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Mattingly, no, shave no, that mustache. Sh- no, it's wasn't she had sideburns or whatever yeah. and it was- I don't have sideburns. <laughs> I like your pick for Philly. I think your pick for Philly is spot on. I never thought about it. I said, yes, a head coach, Elaine Vigneault, yeah. because he, I think, was hired to do what Hines did for Shiro, and he has to change the culture in Philly. And he's been successful always, no matter where he is, Vancouver and the Rangers. He's always been very successful in those first 
two to three years, and then I think he falls on deaf ears, much like Tortorella. Like like a Tortorella, yeah. But he has to go go around and go. You know what? This is you know you're not going to recreate the 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 Philly the I'm sorry Flyers of the seventies, right? This, yeah. this is like totally new. This is this is what you have to do. Our GM went ahead and signed big contracts. You got to play big. You got to play hard, smart, and tough with skill. And you know, this Philly had a GM. They didn't have a coach, right? I don't know what you want to say about Fletcher being a GM, but now they have a coach, right? right? Since um, Laviolette, Laviolette, yeah. They finally have a head coach now. Not that, that Hackstall did a bad job. No, I just think I think he was very handcuffed by a the salary cap and the fact that there was too many cooks in the kitchen upstairs from him. Yeah, you had Hextall, you had Holmgren. You know, like everybody's kind of giving their two cents on what should be done. I went with Carter Hutt. Carter Hutt, if you're from Boston. Um. Philly's long-standing issue always been a goalie. Has always been a goalie. And now this kid who has been hyped for 2 years as the solution, right? Which no. should be his nickname. <laughs> if he wins, that should be his nickname. The solution. It's a good wrestling name. Yeah. Speaking of wrestling, moving you, on. You know, I always I actually thought you know how long we've been doing this for? Almost like what? Over a year, year and a half. Whatever. Yeah. Over a year, we've we've never talked about us like if we went into wrestling, what would we be? Would we be managers? Would we be singles competitor? Would we be well? You have the size. tag teams. Yeah, I mean, you're over six foot, so you could be you could be the wrestler. I, there, I would be like like Lilo Rush, because <laughs> <laughs> minus thinking, being black. <laughs> because what's what's the funnest thing you can do in the two K whatever things, right? You can create your own character and doing oh, whatever yeah. moves and all that kind of stuff. So I'm thinking, what would be our music coming out? What would we come out to? Like, I'd want to be ECW style, like where you're coming out to real fucking like down with like the like, sickness. like fucking New Jack and yeah. I would figure I'd just like come out like come out of the ramp and just like look over the crowd like you fucking disgust me but with like a stone cold fucking face and go like you're a fucking peon but whatever. So like uh what's his name? MJF. It's just not not with, with no words, just like you walk out with that like So like, like uh ar- arrogance? Yeah, like, like what the <laughs> Rick like Martel. Martel? Just with the genius? Or you just, you just fucking like walk out there with like a fucking strut. Like a, I'm here to fucking do a job and kick your fucking ass and go home. Not Ultimate Warrior, just run to the ring. God, I fucking have a heart attack. <laughs> the way I am right now. All right, yes, on to some wrestling. I, I, look, I mentioned it to myself last night as I was sitting there watching it. I have not watched this much wrestling in a long fucking time. I, I sat oh, there. Oh, hold on. What? As I'm looking at Twitter. Oh no. Um. Oh boy. Uh oh. So the Devil's Insider website, oh, I don't know no. if you're looking at it, the Rangers have their home opener. Okay. And Leah Anderson gets introduced, takes one, two, three, four, five steps, glides. Yeah. Boop, falls down and slides. <laughs> and they write, I see Leah Anderson's 2019-20 season is off to a great start. Uh, there's nothing more embarrassing. Oh, boy. I'm sorry to introduce you. I'm uh, sorry to interrupt you. I just thought. <laughs> <laughs> I slippery. Um, yes. First day of new skates, buddy. 
Yeah, all preseason and break them in. Come on, chop chop. Yeah, this rest this 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 week is a very exciting week. It some, for more than one reason. Somebody that uh, our our podcast account follows, I, I forgot what it, which one it was. It doesn't matter. Put out a thing like a, like a schedule like of wrestling. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. There's one of everything, whether it be on a TV, whether it be on a, like a streaming server, whatever. But just the fact that it's on regular TV, where last night I'm literally going like 37. Okay. AEW? Yeah. 38. <laughs> What's going on? Oh, that dude's wrestling barefoot. 37? <laughs> 38. Oh, Finn Balor came out on NXT. He's on NXT now. See, now, last night, right, if you had to give a percentage, how much of an NXT versus AEW did you watch, what would you give it? 80-20. For? AEW. Uh, for me, it was 100 nothing. I, w- I was 100% AEW. I'm, I'm going to say this. It wasn't perfect. I didn't want it to be perfect. It, it sucked that it wasn't perfect because there's just so much goddamn hype with it. But then you have to remember, it's day one. Right, it's their first. It's training camp for them. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, the fact that I hear Tony Schiavone and Jim Ross. Awesome. Um, the fact that I heard Justin Roberts in the ring brought me back to a little bit to the WWE stuff. I watched it, and I said, holy shit, AEW is a mix of WCW Saturday Night and Monday Nitro. Monday Nitro from the like lipstick on a pig the style and the storytelling that they wanted to do. Right. WCW Saturday night. So essentially AEW is WCW two, which I'm okay with. Yeah. I, I said that it's right off the bat from the pyro in the beginning to hearing we're Tony Schiavone. We're here live in Washington, DC. Like I, I said, I'm watching nitro. Yeah. It, like it, even it the just, fireworks, the, the, the way the set is, I mean, even though they stole TNA set um, with the two tunnels. With the two tunnels, yeah. yeah. It's but very that, that, TNA. That's okay. Um, Billy Corgan must have sold it real cheap I, to them. I, and I, I thought of it last night. I go, if AEW, uh, like with a little shrug, takes off, turn around and go, Billy Corgan, how much do you want? To buy TNA. Yeah. Because, because right now, but A AEW... I think needs, I don't think they need to be huge. You you can cut a lot of fat, okay? You can build a women's division with Tess Blanchard and um, Jordan, uh, I forgot her last name, um, and and the, like the four top women in, in um, TNA can easily build out your um, AEW women's division. I Last night, that women's thing between... That Chun-Li. Chun-Li. <laughs> no, <it's, laughs> I've never seen I've never seen a wrestler skinnier. She was skinnier than Sean Waltman's prick in that porn video yeah. in China. She was tiny and she fucking took hell. Now, see the thing is I think AEW is going to pride itself though on the wrestlers that they have and, just, and not just adding to names, it yeah. for the sake of it. I do think they need another name because as great as Jericho is, 
I mean, he's he's getting a little flabby, but he's still good. As good as Jericho is, he is that company's only star right now. He is he he's is the, the AJ. He's, he's, he's the, the only AJ, name. right? Name. He's the AJ Styles to TNA right now. Yeah, yeah. He is their only star because Cody's Cody in name, Young Bucks in name, right? But it's not if Chris Jericho. If you're a wrestling fan. You're going to say, well, what about Cody and the Young Bucks and now what's his name? We the people. Okay. <laughs> uh, not Jack, Jack Swagger. Swagger. Not Jack Swagger. Jack Wagger, I think they called him. <laughs> Jack Hagar or whatever. Hagar. Hagger. Hagger. But is. Can I, can I just say, I popped. Oh, I, like, I, I looked at him like twice and I'm like, holy shit. Jack Swagger? Like, that's not the guy I would have thought coming in. But I popped. I was like, whoa, like, holy shit. Do you, do you think he, Cr- when they started chanting, we the people, he really wanted to put his <laughs> hand wanted, over his he, chest? He's like, keep your hands down, keep your hands down, keep your he hands down, keep your hands down. He should have Christianed it. He should have, like, took his hand and did the... Like. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that they... And I said, it felt nitro-y. It did. Better than TNA when TNA started, by far. Yeah. On par with NXT, meaning the wrestling talent, mm-hmm. very much the same. Mm-hmm. The I think their production, oh, yeah, the production, very yeah. much the same. It's nowhere near Raw and SmackDown, and it shouldn't be. It shouldn't because they're established. You know, like I, think of it like WWE is Best Buy, and you're fucking Crazy Eddie's. Like, that's what AEW is. It's Crazy Eddie's. If you brought Crazy Eddie's back, because their prices are insane. insane. That's a um, local reference yeah, for New Jersey people. That's okay. Um, I thought it was good. Um, the mats, the couple of the matches were way too long. And it just brought me back to WCW when they said with a 20-minute time limit. I was like, when the fuck did you hear it with a 20-minute time limit last? Oh, it's been a while. Yeah, I also... And I, I think I had this conversation with you after we watched the last pay-per-view. If you give a time limit to every match, the same time limit, what makes the main event any yeah. better or worse than Chun-Li's match? Which was awesome. That one was awesome. I'll give credit to the Cody Rhodes and I forget the guys, uh, the other opening yeah, match. The, the first guy. match ever. I said that that first match had a... Uh, and then they brought it up. I said... I text. I don't think it was you. I think it was my buddy Chris. I think I said, I feel like I'm watching Rey Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero in a cruiserweight nitro kickoff match. Yeah. And they mentioned it was like the first WCW match when it was um, Pillman and uh, somebody. Uh, it was, yeah. I forget who they said. But they were, the matches they put out were f- fucking fantastic they're good they're good it's different maybe again maybe it feels so good to us because it's different because it's different in the sense that like in wwe you're like all right you can't see me shoulder drop shimmy all right brock's gonna do back suplex back suplex f5 back suplex back suplex arm bar i think yeah it's and look, like we mentioned, I, we, I think we did mention it at the beginning. Ratings-wise came in, and AEW took down NXT. That, that's it, On paper, 
AEW can say, okay. But WWE is sitting there going, it's a blip. You hope so. Yeah, right. But I, I think like Triple H is smart enough to know. That we just took a bunch of double A and possibly triple A players and put them on prime time and go right. f- shine. But I think he's also smart enough to know that to almost legitimately go, we have competition. Where Vince was always, even when Vince was losing the Monday Night Wars, yeah, he didn't see it as, I have competition. It was just, oh, that show down south. It wasn't like he, I don't think he actively tried. Vince pissed on it. Triple H respects it. Right. Um, Even I, if they don't respect him. Because it, I believe, what's his name, made some comments. Who, Cody or Jericho? No, the other guy. The other guy, part of the elite. Omega? Yeah. Made some comments about like NXT. That like, why do you want to watch a watered down WWE kind of product when you could watch something new? Look, I watched. I watched because it was new. I, I cared yeah. nothing for NXT. I'll 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 tell you what. I will DVR AEW, and I'll kind of now that hockey season's in full. Fucking wrestling is just going to be oh, what's on after? So my my whole question for you since you watched um, NXT, why? Is it more than just um, Finn Balor? I think they're going to add more people to it. And it makes sense because, like, Finn Balor was their longest champion. You know, he can kind of come in as a face. Like, see, I've been to the top. I've wrestled at WrestleMania. See, I look at it, I look at it right. I, there are certain things about NXT that I don't like. You sign a guy like Finn Balor. He's not a Joe Schmo off the street. No, he's an established. Samoa Joe, not some schmuck off the street. But they didn't stay long. You know, like AJ never went to fucking NXT. It was kind of like, we bring you here so you can get used to the WWE style of doing things. And then we bump you up. With Finn Balor, the way I would write this is you start him off. He's the face. Mm Mm-hmm. Going against whoever the champion is, uh, Cole, Adam Cole. You start him bye off bye. there as the face, and then you once he wins the belt, he bad mouths it, like, like looking at it like this I was, this I was, I was the first Universal Champion. Why am I, you know, like he yeah, yeah. and he becomes the bad guy. Then you bring him back and put him in the Bullet Club. It's also funny, and we can move up to... I I watched a little bit of Raw on Monday. The fact that Raw is now your your bitch show, I don't like it. I I heard the announcers, they're like, fine, you you did great announcing and stuff. You threw in Jerry Lawler for nostalgic value. Oh, he's, he's the best color guy. And I just listened to it, and I go, wow, you just... Raw has been your flagship show for 20, yeah, 20 years. Fox is on every TV show now. Like Fox is on every TV. There are people, and I know from work, that don't have cable down south. So they're not getting USA. Now you have, right? it's going to be, I mean. Look, they're pimping up that The Rock is going to be on SmackDown now. They he's going to come out. 
Finally, The Rock has come home. Welcome to SmackDown, The Rock Show. And then if you ask me, you have. Did you really want to go fiend on him? Yeah. Because that's what they're going. It's going to go like Goldberg streak. You have. But if, again, if you're smart, what you do is you have The Rock come out. You have Austin come out. You have Triple H come out. You have Hogan come out, even though Hogan really wasn't part of the SmackDown kind of thing. You have them all kind apparently, of. Apparently, he was. I got shit on, apparently, by on our on our show account. I says, when when the hell did when was Hogan was never on SmackDown? No, he was. He was. And then it was just like, yeah, he was. <laughs> but he wasn't like there from the beginning. He came in. You have all of those guys come out, and they you know they're shooting the shit, ripping on each other in the ring. Like like please, Hogan and Flair did. Right. Please, please, don't have like the OC or AOP come out to do something again. Like, why don't you old guys? This is ours. Like, don't do that because all you're gonna do is destroy. You're gonna take Raw and put it on Friday. But right, all you're gonna do is destroy any momentum that the OC and all those guys had. They lost on Monday. Yeah, you're going to you're going to destroy any of the momentum that those guys had as a heel faction when I see the rock bottom, the stunner, the pedigree done on AJ Styles and those guys. Like you're going to destroy it. Just have them come out, make some jokes. If you really want to boost them up, have the have the street profits come out and kind of joke with them. But I would say take the fiend. It's real quick. Have him come out, take them all out. And and he disappears like he not like he normally does. And by the way, when, Corey, I can't get over his mask. When when Glenn Jacobs does his once in a once a quarter spot, can he fucking shave his chest, please? Can can can, can, he, can he wear like something the the fact that to tuck it in tight tighten it up tighten it up because <laughs> he came out and was just was like fucking a with his Brillo tights on. And I was like, ah, oh, come on. You know he was out of breath just walking to the ring. Yeah, because you know what? It's it's hard passing laws and then having to fucking take a choke slam and a, and a fingers down your throat. Um, yeah, I, they, look, you want to get ratings? You want to bring people, right? Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to watch. I'm sure you will. I... Bring your ratings. Bring out the rock because you know what the fiend, oh, the fiend shit talked the rock or whatever. There was some kind of little, little little tweeting between the two of them, so you can make something of it. I'm not, but I'm, it's, but he's never going to wrestle again, so the, it's pointless. You're bringing a character to bring viewers. Yeah, I, no, no, no. I meant like having the even having the fiend having Bray Wyatt attack them. None of them are going to wrestle. None other than maybe Triple H. Maybe Triple H. None of them are going to attack him. Like, none of them are going to... None of them, probably, other than The Rock, are are cleared to take a bump medically. And it just doesn't make sense to do it. Just have them come out, do some joke. You know, bring out the, the Street Profits and have them joke with it. That's it. And then have them backstage, have them backstage in a green room and somebody comes in and all of them kind of rip on them. And then you're bringing Raw into that. It, it doesn't matter. It, at this point, it doesn't matter. They're going to bring everybody. 
Just because it's Fox, and I'm sure Fox says bring ev- bring everybody. Bring your stars. <clears throat> That's why Brock is wrestling, you know, Kofi. Do you think and... he's taking the title off of Kofi yes. on Friday, tomorrow night? It's, yes. It's the shittiest way to say, Kofi Kingston, thanks for doing the job. Go give but it to Brock But then it sets up for the rematch. It sets up for the rematch, the David versus Goliath. God. And who's doing, um, did they move over? Um, they, I think the draft is next week. No, but they brought over the announced team, right, of um, Cole, Cole Graves. Cole, Cole Graves. Yeah. And I think they took, uh, what's her name? Renee Young. Off and to do like a pre-show. rumor is. Yeah, that, there's that rumor. and innuendo is that CM Punk is going to have a show on FS1 with Booker T. I, I don't. I read an article today about him where they said, if they come to me and say, hey, you know, we want you to wrestle, he's going to say, I'm, I'm done with it. I'm, that's not me anymore. The, yeah, until they give him something with exactly. you know, seven zeros at the right. end of it. And here's your, here's your six-month thing, and then you can do that, and then you can go back to doing your FS1 show. <clears throat> you'll, be, you'll be another Brock Lesnar, a part-timer. Woo-hoo. Did you read the article that said that Back in 2000, when did Lesnar leave? 2004? Mm-hmm. That Vince offered him a 10-year, $45 million contract to stay. <sighs> Same kind of setup where it's like... Part-time limited, me. Limited edition. And Brock was like, no, nah, I'm going to go play football. See ya. Wow. Uh, of people should be playing football. Big cast. Well, Luke Harper returned, even oh, though they he? said that he was going to be fucking left out. To, to to graze in the pasture, he came out and destroyed at the what the hell paper you clash of champions Roman Reigns to bring back the Bludgeon Brothers. Seems like they're bringing back all of these tag teams, and then they still don't know how to use them because they're bringing back AOP. AOP. Did you see the promo for AOP? Terrible, pro- terrible they, promo. It's like they're trying to be the two Spanish guys from that was break, Breaking Bad. <laughs> The two hitmen, yeah. the two twin brothers. That's what I feel like they're trying to go with that angle. They're, they're supposed to be of um, like Iraqi or, or Middle Eastern descent. So or maybe they're going to bring back Muhammad Hassan. No. Uh, yeah, and then they're going to fucking put Sergeant Slaughter back in there as uh, what was he? What was Slaughter's thing back in the the Iraq? Yeah, what was his? It wasn't Sergeant Slaughter. It was what? I don't know. Admiral Iraq. Akbar. <laughs> 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 it's a trap. Big Cass oh got God. removed from an indie show here in New Jersey. Yeah, uh, I believe he, it was in Rawway. Yeah, because he shit-talked Joey Janela and was acting funky and thinking people were fucking taking his shit. His shit and then he got thrown out of the building before he even wrestled. And, and he was cursing at the building and anybody who walked in, and the cops showed up and took him to the hospital for observation. There was a still shot somebody took a picture of him sitting out like think about like here uh, in the <clears throat> studio uh the street sign that's on the corner or, or should be on the corner there's a picture of him sitting by like a street corner sign and like cops all around him and like he was just sitting there with his legs up like you know hands on his knees and all that kind of stuff it was like the most piss poor big cast thing there was even rumors or at least enzo was kind of like pushing the window were msg like hey you know what do we, anybody do anything in new york tomorrow like oh they showed that uh enzo like Showed he had tickets to the show, but so he's like, "Oh, I bought the tickets for my friend, for my cousin or nephew." Yeah, or so something. he tried to spark whatever, but look. And then Triple H came out and said, "We have no interest in them at all." Look, you know what? If Big Cass can clean up, and if Enzo can kind of straighten out his whatever, 
Go to AEW. Fuck it. Go to TNA. I don't think they want them. I don't think they want them. I think it's too much of a headache. Oh, it could be. You know, like you don't want to upset the, the locker room, mm-hmm. especially AEW's locker room right now, which seems like Very everybody's tight. gelling and tight because yeah. they were all indie guys tight. on the road. Tight. Uh, Ali and Elias are said to be very well liked backstage and that everybody wants to work with them. Great. So hopefully Bischoff can fucking write something for him and go, hey, writers, yeah, use like, them. What do, you, what do you do? Like Ali, the whole Iron Man Sub-Zero Glacier gimmick <laughs> that he's rocking. Yeah. Like, all right, he's he's essentially a Is, ricochet. Isn't he banging Charlotte Flair? No, that's the Andrea guy. Oh. The big uh, the Albert same. Del Rios, too. <laughs> Delio Rio. Um, Del D- Duso. Del... No, what was his? Uh... He had to use a different name in Impact. El Duce? No. Um, what was his? Uh... <laughs> it was El Cabron. Oh. It was... <laughs> he used his real first name, and it was <laughs> whatever El Cabron. I was like, oh, really? That's what they're going to do on took, SmackDown. He fucking took his name? Yeah. That's what they're going to do on SmackDown. What? Oh, th- Elias too? playing the guitar in the ring. And Glacier freezing it? No. And you're going to hear, here. if you smell, like he's uh. going to start, and then he's going to come out and make fun of Elias's ponytail. <laughs> Didn't he do that already at a pay-per-view? Uh, yeah. It wasn't WrestleMania. No, that was John Cena. John Cena's going to sh- end up showing up on it tomorrow. That's mm. moving ahead. Um Taz reveals that he's been in talks with a wrestling company to return to commentating. Yeah, but and with Renee Young being moved and her contract up, could the human suplex machine return to do what to WWE to do what if he's going to do commentating? I'll tell you. I mean, I wouldn't mind. He was good. He was. He was good. I don't see him going to AEW because who is he taking out? The the mask. Can I don't know who that guy is. Neither do I. But <laughs> why why do you have like the, a masked wrestler in in a in a penguin suit that doesn't fit? I don't know if you noticed that. It definitely that button was screaming for help and, on his jacket. <laughs> it, um, hey, you must have had too much uh, barbecue sauce. <laughs> you could tell it was like it, it was it was like hey guys, this is like WCW two with like WWE flavor shots because that. <laughs> They, what did they say? It was like PG-14. PG-14. Yeah. I'm waiting. Because he did. Bastard. Because JR did curse. I don't know if you heard it at the end. What He's like, if ever there was a time for a holy shit chant, I'd agree. I didn't hear that. Well, I heard that. I didn't hear that, though. Yeah. Wow. But Taz, I think he'd be all right on Raw. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Let Him and him and uh, King. Him and him King and, and, and whoever the guy is doing play-by-play now. Okay, I don't understand the whole three man commentating team anymore, but that's that's a big thing going around. Now I but. saw an on moving on. I saw an online Twitter mm-hmm. question asking who is the most valuable WWE superstar of all time? Of all time? Now, that, no, that's a that's a tough question because you you're going through different medium or different phases of a company. So with in the poll, I'll just tell you, mm-hmm. Austin 
was the most valuable WWE superstar as voted on by people. And then Ric Flair commented on it and said, Stone Cold is the most valuable person. I'd say Hulk Hogan. With, without a Hulk Hogan, you have nothing. You really don't. Right. I, I, I agree with you to an extent, but it's, it's a loaded question. Because, like, what are you putting the value yeah. on? Like, are you putting the value on, like, a guy that could wrestle every kind of match and keep it, you know, like, believable? Or are you talking about a guy that was great on the mic and charismatic So the, the, first, the, first, the first answer to that, Bret Hart, your second answer to that is The Rock. Right. Or are you talking about a guy that, when you think of WWE or F. Hogan. Right. If you're going with WWF, it's Hogan. If you're going with WWE, I, I would agree with Austin. Austin? Austin, Just, Austin and The Rock? Austin and The Rock are the, the one, two, kind of. Yeah, because it's... And, I mean, look what wrestling... Look where The Rock has come from wrestling. There's like a montage somewhere, I think on Facebook, that I watched of his like early stuff where he was yeah. in like the like the nineties like the blue fucking tassels. And no, that. a little bit after that when he's when he started getting big, but he still kept that weird looking haircut. But he had like the like the like the the, the Cavricci like shirt open button open up with his oh, you know, yeah. barely muscles and his little Just after the nation. Yes. When he started doing all the catchphrases. Yes. J- just after where he was like he wasn't he had the look. He just wasn't physically looking right. He still had the... Right, the, and then he, he went through the, the the wrestling in Adidas pants and a shirt because he was getting lipo done to get jacked. And now he's just back to fucking getting jacked. Oh, he's just a fucking enormous... He's a beast. It's a, it's a shame. I mean, I'm not saying it's a shame because the dude's the highest paid actor in Hollywood right now. So you can't really shit talk him for that. No. It's just a shame that during all this talent that can wrestle now and the rock could wrestle you know like he could do a hardcore match like he did with mankind he could do a skilled match you know he could do a a slobber knocker with austin kind of matches i think yeah i think so but like now like imagine him in a skill match with like aj or a skill match with ricochet or you know a blood a, fa- a family blood match with like fucking Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Like there was, there's so many possibilities for him. But he, I mean, he's never coming back. He said he's done, and I think John Cena's done too. It's it's weird now that if you're like a superstar, you're not going into like your Hulk Hogan things where you're like in your high forties or Undertaker in your fifties kind of thing where you're like, I have enough. I can give you one or two a year. Yeah. To stay relevant. Now it's like, look, I'm, I can't I'm, I'm risk in, it. I'm in my 40s. Hollywood's paying me what I can make in five years for like six months of work. Right, Vince. I, look, I'll work for you part time. I'll come. I'll come out. Cut and my whatever. I'll and cut a promo. I'll. I'll do. I'll, a, I'll be your company guy. Cut my salary in half. Give it to somebody up. But I just. I got to go here. Right. I got to go where the money is. And but I'll I'll like Jericho said. Uh, I'm a company guy. I'll do what I need to do for you because I respect you, which is fine. Right. See, it's weird. Like when, when Brock Lesnar has that part-time thing, it sucks. Like you look at it and you go, I don't well, want that anymore. That's because they put the fucking belt on him and you don't see a title match on a, on a weekly show. Yeah. It's 
So who shows up on SmackDown? We know The Rock. We know Austin. We know Hogan. Cena? Sure. You, you can go with your big guns to, to go. Flair. Here, here's your, here's your uh, um, hoopla, right? Um, if you're looking for somebody special to, to come out, like... CM Punk? Maybe. Like, like if, you re- if you really want to go... Um, I mean, if he, if he wants to come back and wrestle, that's how you do it. If they can get a deal where he wants to come back and wrestle and he turn, you do Rock, Austin, Hogan, Flair, and they're talking about how they're legends and this is going to be a legendary show, and all of a sudden you hear... And he comes out and goes, did someone say legends? Because I'm the legend. And that fucking place explodes. Twitter explodes. And he, I don't want to say does a pipe bomb, but he just sits down. It's, it's, it's just him sitting there. So what you're, what you're really talking about is. Yeah. I'm, I'm, not, a, I'm not a hummer to this song. <laughs> but he comes out. You hear this. Crowd goes fucking berserk. He grabs and, the mic. He talks about how he's a legend. Yeah. And that none of you have wrestled in decades. You do, pipe, you, you do what he's known for. Right. Like everybody else. And you have him rip on Triple H. And Triple H goes, hey, you're not supposed to be here. Shut up. Because you don't talk to me anymore. And then you could start the feud between those two. Leading up to what's if, the next big event. I don't know. It's not the Saudi Arabia stupid show that they're already hyping how many more years of that do we have the pointless shit (laughs) but you you have him that's how you have him come out you're gonna see lita you're gonna see the hardy boys they're probably gonna put everybody who's on their legends roster and their mm -hmm. current rosters somewhere in the show probably for 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 name value because it's it's like an anniversary show that, that that you have out there or whatever i mean Look, am I excited for SmackDown? I'm just excited that wrestling... I mean, my wife's not excited. I put it on and she goes, can you put something else on that I don't have to really listen to? (laughs) There's five days a week. You have shows every day of the week. Between Impact, between... I don't even know what channel that... ROH. (laughs) Between NXT, AEW. It's fun. It's a fun wrestling thing, but I think from this podcast standpoint the concentration definitely goes on wwe tna to a very small extent unless something huge happens definitely AEW. again let's give it let's give it a month of four shows where storylines we can see where a storyline is going rather than just a run-in yep hsskpod.com is a place where you can go to find out all the fun things about the longest episodic podcast that talks about wrestling and hockey at the same time and general entertainment it's the perfect blend of hockey and wrestling from your pals rob and dave and we do promise that the shows will start to get shorter now because as far as hockey wise i mean other than it'll, it'll be quick and wrestling will probably get a little more shine. A little spit shine on it. And, and maybe Gary Batman will we'll, we'll talk about... Uh, I'm going to talk about wrestling. <laughs> Fucking warn me about that. <laughs> Follow us Have on your friends. Subscribe. <laughs> we need to do a promo for this show from Gary Batman. Bat- 
You have to figure out a way to, how, to, how to fudge that to <laughs> not get sued. Yeah. HSSKpod.com. The Batman. The, like bat- the Booker Man. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, maybe the Boogeyman comes out. Ugh. I'm the Boogeyman. I'm the Boogeyman. That guy still looks jacked. I know. <laughs> hey, welcome to steroids. Black don't crack, that's why. Woo! Hey, Facebook and Twitter, follow us there. Devil's Home Open tomorrow night. And Ooh. I am not going to the stupid red fucking carpet. Sorry. I, Why? Because you're not 12 years old? Would I have liked to get like... No, you know what? I'm going to fucking try to go after Amanda Stein and have her sign my goddamn green jersey after the snafu she had. Sure. You know the snafu? No. She she misspelled green on oh, her, her saw, little I, thing. I, I and Andy Green just... <laughs> And then as they were um, recording something for the Devil's TV, no, Sammy Vatnin took like a hard slap shot against the boards and she almost dropped the holy shit <laughs> on, on the recording. And then I guess the, the social media thing for the Devils was like, caption this in the wrong thing only. Because you heard her go oh, like, um, like, whoa, like that. And I went, whoa, Black Betty, bam, bam. <laughs> anyway, that's just how I would have said, went. hey, Sammy Vatnin's getting closer to the net. <laughs> See? There you have it. There, there you go. All right, folks. Check us out here on HSSK Pod. Check us out over there on something else on a side project. Just listen. Tell your friends. Do what you got to do. Hey, Dave. Why don't you... Yeah. Totals. <laughs> <laughs>